Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome to another podcast from the heart of Britain's fastest growing academic institution, South Mims U, where excellence is truly excellent. That's a line I came up with in the shower last week, and I have proposed to our marketing people that it becomes a tagline on the posters we're about to have put up all around the country. You might have seen advertising from a range of other universities. Well, we're all after a diminishing pool of young people, so it behoves us to get the word out there in any way we can. And we want to do it artistically. Which brings me to the subject of this podcast, art. Or maybe the lack of it. We'll see. With me is Gerald Mandeville-Greaves, head of our art department. Gerald. Actually, it's Mandeville Greaves Yellow Blanket. Sorry, yellow what? My name. Gerald Mandeville Greaves Yellow Blanket. Yellow Blanket? It's my Osage name, or at least a translation of it. I'm confused. You you have a triple-barrelled name. Yes. My husband is Mandeville, I am Greaves, and we are both Yellow Blankets. We? My husband, Kyle. Kyle Yellow Blanket. Kyle Greaves Mandeville Yellow Blanket. He has the Greaves first. Okay, and uh, Osage. A proud Native American nation, the Osage. People of the Middle Waters, especially um, in parts of Ohio and across the Mississippi River Valleys. Right. Well, well, thank you for clarifying that. You can just call me Jerry, all my friends do. But the yellow blanket? Kyle discovered that he was one-eighteenth Osage, and so we married in a traditional ceremony in Dawkins, Ohio, last summer. We were given a Native American name, yellow blanket, though in Osage it's one word, quite a long word. I see. Okay. Let's get to the subject of the podcast, shall we? Let's. Okay. Art and Nothing, that's the title of your new course, isn't it? Yes, and our new exhibition, which has opened at the Cricket Club. Until we have our new campus, which I'm assured contains a gallery space specifically for our department, we're using the long room at the South Mims Members Only Cricket Club. Well, the bar is very good there. I'm teetotal. Yeah, yeah, but the bar is very good. It's not open during gallery hours. Okay, 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 fine. Now, in understanding that the course, Art and Nothing, is about how art can be nothing and nothing can be art. Is that right? It's the other way around. Art, is it? Okay. Uh, Nothing can be art and art is nothing. It's not quite. The, The art of nothing and art about nothing. You're way off. Okay, right. Jerry, why don't you explain it? Most people expect art to be about something, but most art isn't about anything. It's just art. Well, we're talking about painting and sculpture, aren't we? Mostly. But, I mean, it seems to be that a lot of painting and sculpture, they tell stories. They mean something, something human, and often there's a message. Sometimes it's explicit, too. Sure, sure. I'm not claiming that all art is about nothing, but much art is. It's something we need to celebrate. You're talking about abstract art, mostly, I suppose. Well, yes, and figurative art, too. A statue of a warrior from ancient Greece might have meant something in ancient Greece, 
but now it means something different. It could mean something, and it could mean nothing at all. It's just a beautiful object in itself. OK, but it's a historical item that means uh, ancient Greece liked beautiful statues. Of beautiful men, yes. Yeah, yeah, mostly beautiful men. Nearly always. Well, that's probably another subject we could pursue. Beauty is nothing, and beauty is everything. Beauty is, I mean, uh, it's something very real. It's subjective, so it's not real. But it's real to me, the kind of beauty I like. Sure, you might think one man is beautiful, but I might think not think that that man is beautiful. Uh, it's not the man I see as beautiful as he, as he could be, in your eyes, beautiful at all. Or woman. Or woman. I mean... I would be more attracted to... Aroused by... Be more conscious of the beauty of one statue than another. Sure. They didn't spend a lot of time carving delicate bottoms for no reason at all. Uh, yeah. Let's get back to your point. It is my point. Art is not one thing. It's everything. And because it's everything, it's nothing. But how... Uh, OK, look, I'm getting lost here. You're nothing is my everything. My everything might be your nothing. Explain. Take a picture by J.M. Turner, one of the most famous British artists ever. Right, OK, yes. You can see his, your picture in your mind, can just you? Just a minute, just a minute. OK, I'm picturing one of his pictures in yes, my mind. Okay. Yes, Good, so that's a Turner. So there was an English essayist who took one look at snowstorm steamboat off a harbour's mouth, which was painted in the 1840s. And he proclaimed it to be, the essayist that is, a picture of nothing. Well, why did he do that? Because it's almost completely abstract. Turner turned the snowstorm, the swirling wet snow and the formless clouds and the rising seas into a set of patterns that at first sight looked like a pure pure realm of paint without any image. But if you look again, you start to see the ship foundering in the waves. So, it's about something. It's an image of a boat in a snowstorm at the mouth of a harbour, yes. But it's very indistinct. It's abstract. It's not the kind of art that the critics at the time were used to. There was a certain negative capability about it. Ah, I was wondering how long it would take to get to negative capability. Why? You seem to be very dismissive of the idea. Well, it's a cop-out, isn't it? It's not up to the artist to worry about meaning just beauty. I mean, that's, that's just... That, that's lazy. No, it isn't. As Keats, who coined the term, said, Truth is beauty, beauty is truth. It's the other way around. What is? Beauty is truth, truth, beauty. That's all you know on Earth and all you need to know. OK, well, whichever way around Keats put it, the point is that each artist has their own truth and it's up to the person who engages with that art to find their own truth and beauty, not what the artist intended. But we still appreciate what the artist intended, what they put on the canvas or carved it, or they carved onto the stone or the marble, right? Sure, but it's nothing. In the scheme of things, it's nothing. So art can be about nothing as well as about something. Okay, 
So, what's in your exhibition that proves the point? Nothing. None of the objects prove or disprove the point. There are no objects. So what are you exhibiting? Nothing. How can you exhibit nothing? By putting nothing in the gallery. Nothing as in an absence, an absence of objects or artworks. The absence of those things is the artwork. But no one made anything. It's an absence of craft, which is the craft itself. The idea of nothing. You could put it that way. By putting nothing in the gallery, you have placed an idea of nothing in the gallery. And when you enter the gallery, you see nothing. And that means you're actually seeing an idea. Of nothing, yes. Isn't that a bit... Um, it's not a bit esoteric for South Mims. Maybe for South Mims, but not for my students. Are you charging people to come in and see nothing? Of course we are, yeah. But there's nothing to see? Uh, there is. The idea of nothing. It's an experience. Of nothing? Of the absence of something you could call art. And that is the point of the exhibition. So, in effect, it is art. You have experienced art as the very essence of thought. Right. But when people think that the, um, that, the, that the floor and the walls and the chair where the guard, where the guard sits, won't they see that as the art? We won't have a guard. But surely you need one, health and safety. What if the, what if the weight of the very nothingness falls on someone and they faint? Now you're making fun of the idea. I'm not. I promise you I'm not. If people begin to see the walls and the floor and the water stains that rim the ceiling and the skylight with its sinuous crack as art, then that's fine. It is art. It is art so long as you see it as art, even though it is not art and is therefore nothing. But it is something. It's a wall or a floor or a crack in the skylight. But it's not made as art. Your argument is that you can see it as art. Yes, but it is nothing to do with art in reality, only in your mind. So it is nothing. It exists, so it's something. It does not exist as art. <sighs> I'm getting a little lost again. Look, the quote about Turner's picture... That it is a picture of nothing was a throwaway line, but it was taken up by an art expert in the early 2000s called Kirk Varnadeau, and he did a series of lectures about the reaction of the public to the abstract expressionist movement in America. People, ordinary people, said that those pictures, by de Kooning, Pollock and Rothko, to mention just three of the most famous of those artists, were about nothing. They were just blocks of colour or daubs of paint or random squiggles. Which is what they mostly were. Surely, but they were abstract expressions of the artist's feelings and views on contemporary society. So, they were about something. They were not pictures of nothing. Yes, but the public saw them as pictures of nothing. Right, so? It was an idea that did something concrete. Nothing became concrete. In the sense of an idea in people's minds. Explain. The public saw these paintings as a joke. You had people like Norman Rockwell, that great exponent of American kitsch in art, create a picture of a, a bemused, besuited man peering at a Jackson Pollock drip painting and wondering just what it was. 
The man's very stance suggests he thinks that this picture is about nothing. A very skilled picture, then? Yes, for what it is. It is an illustration, not art. A lot of people love Norman Rockwell. Yes, but my point is that the abstract idea, despite resistance from the viewer, entered into their minds and suddenly they could see that anything could be art if only you look at it right. Which means nothing can be art if you look at it right. Which is why our exhibition has nothing in it. I'm tempted to say that's very profound. I can't bring myself to say it. I suspect you're not convinced. You suspect correctly. That's fine. It's up to my students to use the exercise to study what they mean by art and what art means to them on a very personal level. Well, <clears throat> at least you're not trying to sell anything in this exhibition, as there isn't anything to sell. Aha! Actually, all the artworks are for sale. How is that possible? If there aren't any artworks. We need to raise funds at South Mims U for our new building. We've created an innovative way to sell art as nothing so that it becomes something. I'm not even going to ask. It goes back to a famous quote from Karl Marx. All that is solid melts into air. He was talking about the capitalist propensity to commodify everything, to turn even the air we breathe into something from which rapacious capitalists can squeeze profits. Aha! Uh -huh. So, you're going to sell the crack in the skylight? No. We'll make postcards of every aspect of the gallery and then sell them as pictures of nothing. But there'll be pictures of the gallery. Um, have we gone back to the beginning of the podcast? I'm a bit lost. Look, once you've been to the gallery and seen nothing, the nothing you saw has become the art you experience. So a picture of the gallery with nothing in it, is now a picture of the art of nothing. OK. And how much are you going to charge? Five pounds a go. And um, what if I just use my phone to take a pic? No phones allowed. OK, good idea. And it's five pounds for the audio guide. There's an audio guide. <laughs> there is. I know that sounds quite interesting. Who hosts it? No one. Don't tell me. It's total silence. Well, not total silence. OK, I can see where this is going. It's a recording of the atmosphere inside the gallery. So, you listen to the empty gallery inside the empty gallery. You do. For £5. It's cheap. And that enhances the visit because... You see nothing and you hear nothing, but it's nothing from another day. Another day? Yes, you can choose Sunday nothing or Tuesday nothing. Just absorbing that. They sound different. Naturally. There are, of course, extraneous sounds. The, the hum of the M25 for a start, a passing siren, a dog barking, that kind of thing. So, why not save money and just listen to the sound of nothing that's going on while you're there? Well, what would be the fun in that? I mean, really? OK, OK. You could call it the sound of silence. I just thought of that. Very droll. But you could. I mean... You would have it playing, and that would be funny. We can't afford the copyright. Right. And it's not a good idea. I think it is. I don't think you've really appreciated how this art project works and its value. No, 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 I know I do. It's fascinating, honestly. We're expecting a lot of people to come and see the exhibition, and at least a write-up in the South Mims Bugle, if not The Guardian and The New York Times. Good luck with that. Thank you. OK, well... 
that's been fascinating. I hope our listeners have been enlightened and will never see uh, never see nothing in the same way again. Nothing is something and something nothing, to paraphrase John Keats. Indeed. I'd like to thank Gerald Mandrake Graves for his fascinating insight. Mandrake Graves' yellow blanket. Sorry, yes. Gerald Mandrake Graves' yellow blanket, head of our art department and expert in... Art. I was going to say nothing... There you go again. No, I meant it in the best possible sense. Sorry. That's okay. Anyway, it's been real. Thank you. And please, if you haven't already, good listener, subscribe to the South Mims U podcast. Till next time, goodbye.